Are you ready for the book to write? Podcast Experiment 3. And this shall be a much darker session to those you have previously witnessed.
Masterpiece is by a band called Bolt Thrower from their 1991 album War Master and is the opening track with an intro and the track is titled Unleashed Upon Mankind. When I first heard this track I was absolutely blown away by the the smoothness but the power of the guitar and the power of the vocals the lyrics which were somewhat reminiscent to lyrics ironically that we were writing in high school but we were writing ridiculous lyrics um, which were just intended to be extreme and this all came about because I had been listening to punk rock had been listening to bands like Crass, Exploited, Conflict, Dead Kennedys from the US and a friend of mine in high school discovered metal. He'd always been into metal. And in those days, there wasn't really a lot of metal around. I'm talking 87, 88. It was still just forming. Bands were beginning to explode and come out of the woodwork. And I was always saying to him, metal is boring. It's glamorous. It's glam rock. And he was arguing the contrary, that Punk rock was boring, punk rock was slow and amateurish and had no power and no energy and no excitement. And he tried to entice me, of course I'd never even heard of bands, I'd heard of them but I'd never heard bands such as Metallica and Slayer. And he sang some of the lyrics but completely exaggerated them. Um, You know, he would be growling these lyrics live in fear and we I started to think that this was something real and that metal maybe contained something quite exciting I listened to Kill Em All by Metallica and it just sounded very heavy metal glam rock to me but then I heard Slayer's Rain in Blood And I thought, wow, this is something else altogether. This is really uh, next level. High speed, short songs, growling vocals, intense lyrics. So I started to develop a real interest in Slayer. And as, uh, as our continuing jokes went on, we decided to spend our time looking for the heaviest possible band that we could find. We started to discover bands like Sepultura from Brazil. We stumbled upon Sodom from Germany. Really thinking that we'd found the most extreme band each time we found one of those. Then we stumbled across Napalm Death and their album Scum. 
and we were simply falling on the floor with laughter because we just couldn't believe we had discovered something that was as extreme as scum. We couldn't even tell at that point if it was serious or not. It had, it had just taken it to the next level. We discovered Carcass and their debut album, Reek of Putrefaction, even more extreme in its own right than Scum. After Scum came from, en from enslavement to obliteration, and it just seemed to be getting more and more intense. And after this extreme period, we began to settle down and really enjoy the more technical bands, technical extreme bands. And this is where Bolt Thrower came along. We'd had some recordings of the earlier Bolt Thrower albums, but they were recorded really poorly and all you could hear was your speaker vibrating. Years later, I've gone back and purchased those albums and today love them as much as I love their latter albums. But Warmaster truly was a classic for me. But just to give you a taster of what it was that we did discover back then in, I think it was 1989, I'd like to play one song from Napalm Death's Scum album, and that's a song called Point of No Return. And here it is. That little romantic track was Napalm Death, Point of No Return. Um, just to give you a little bit of insight into what we were dealing with back then. Of course, we discovered many other bands that had, that actually influenced Napalm Death along the way, bands like Repulsion and so on. And really, it just spread out from there. I feel almost bad unleashing some of this stuff upon you in this podcast, but these really are tracks that uh, pave the way for my musical understanding and still really uh, are a part of my daily life to this day. If I'm driving around or if I'm walking around, I always have music playing, usually from my iPhone, usually on completely random shuffle. And so these tracks will often come on and before we do venture further into too much depth, I would like to just play a Slayer song, one of the tracks that I alluded to earlier from Rain in Blood, and it's the opening track from their album Rain in Blood, Angel of Death, which really was the song that started to pull me into the more extreme forms of metal before I discovered the truly, truly darker, heavier grindcore material.
there you have Slayer's Angel of Death, considered by many to be one of the classic works of metal to this day, with its simple structure, but its sheer brutality and its mass appeal. And I'm not sure if any of you have seen the TV show Californication, which I originally resisted because I didn't particularly like the name of the show, but years later became an absolutely fanatical fan of this. I shouldn't really say fanatical. I'm not typically fanatical about anything and I'm not a fan of fanatics. But Californication really had me hooked. And I mention it now because all of the books that the fictitious author wrote in the show had the names of Slayer albums. And um, in fact, I'm just bringing this up randomly so I can't recall his name off the top of my head. Uh, his name was Hank and Hank the name is stolen from one of my favorite authors Charles Bukowski whose protagonists were always named Henry Chanasky or Hank and there are many references in Californication to Charles Bukowski. Charles Bukowski who had a enormously large uh, legacy of work of poems and, and novels and is uh, really one of the most influential writers to this day and in fact the the writer that I wrote my master's thesis on when I did my master's in English but anyway more about literature later um, what I would like to play for you before we get too far into this podcast is one of the songs that I alluded to earlier, and that's a song from Carcass called Psychopathology from their 1988 album Reek of Putrefaction. Listeners, are your ears still okay? That was Psychopathologist by Carcass from their 1988 album Reek of Putrefaction. And um, in, in the years since then, I've actually had the pleasure of seeing Carcass live in Madrid. I've seen them in Boston and I've also seen them live in Dallas. And 
Today they are a fantastically technical band with a completely different sound to that. Still extreme, but a band that I consider to be real craftsmen of musicianship now, um, which is almost unbelievable when you hear this. But I always remember seeing an interview with the guitarist Bill Steer, and the interviewer flippantly asked him, so you play this kind of music because you can't play anything else. And Bill Steer was extremely offended and he said, no, we play this music because it's what we choose to play. And at the time I thought that was maybe a little bit defensive and probably not true, but now I would put my uh, hand on the table and swear that that is true. But that was 1989 that I discovered those albums and as the 90s rolled around, I heard a band that became one of my favorite metal bands over the years to come. At least the next two or three albums of theirs until I, I fell out with them for several years and recently have started to listen to them again, at least listen to some of their new material these days, but I, I couldn't listen to anything that came after an album called Better Off Dead and the band is called Sodom and I would like to play the very first Sodom song that I ever witnessed which is extremely raw and extremely unusual almost in the vein of black metal possibly mayhem style but a band that was inspired definitely by Motorhead, well, many bands were inspired by Motorhead, if not probably all of the extreme bands that we have today were either directly inspired by Motorhead or inspired by bands that were inspired by Motorhead. But Sodom particularly had the three-piece lineup. They had Tom, the vocalist, who was also a bass guitarist, the front man, and very much a Motorhead sound, particularly as they went into Persecution Mania, Agent Orange, Lesser So Better Off Dead, but albums with that grinding bass and a drum beat that sounded like a horse galloping along. And this track is called Outbreak of Evil.
that was Sodom's outbreak of evil. It was incredible that they knew that Donald Trump was coming, even though they sang that song back in the late 80s. And I actually hope that I don't get into trouble for having that song here, because while it was playing, I was looking around on Spotify, and I noticed that it is the album, In the Sign of Evil, is completely unavailable on there. If you type in In the Sign of Evil, it actually comes up with a compilation of songs that made up the album, but songs that they've played in later years or songs that they performed live and they've just put them into the uh, structure of In the Sign of Evil. They actually had an album called The Final Sign of Evil, which came out in 2019. But anyway, for me, that was groundbreaking. When I first heard that, it was a sound like no other. It was terrifying. And in fact, I got myself into trouble playing it for the first time because 
my brother was hosting a party at our house and all of his friends were there and they were all into bands like Spandau Ballet and Depeche Mode and Duran Duran and Tears for Fears and Simple Minds. And we may play some of those later in a later session too. But whilst they were all enjoying their party and their Duran Duran, I slipped in the cassette. My brother had a stereo with a dual cassette uh, system and I slipped in my Sodom cassette, pushed pause on the Duran Duran mix and I played Outbreak of Evil and I heard anguished screams from the garden where the speakers were and uh, the next thing I had a horde of people chasing me and some people who were quite upset in their drunken state holding me and fortunately some protected me whilst others were trying to tear me limb from limb. And with that said, even though I could go on for hours and hours and hours playing you different tracks from different metal bands across the years, I don't feel like I should make these sessions too long, these episodes may get very boring, particularly for people who are not interested in metal or punk or anything else that I'm discussing. So I shall end off here now with a thank you. Thank you for joining me if you have. Thank you for persisting through three experiments. And um, let me know if you want to and if you can get in touch. You can email me at booktowrite at icloud.com to say hello. Tell me that I'm rubbish. Tell me that you enjoy the show if you do. And um, give me some inspiration to continue. Thank you very much. See you next time.